This is the Cigar Authority. Go, Harry. Go! The authority on everything cigar. That's what I'm talking about! Featuring cigar celebrities from every major cigar brand. You're gonna see some serious Awesome. With your host, David Garofalo. Do you know who I am? This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. I made my bones when you were going out with cheerleaders. And Mr. Jonathan. Mr. 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 Kind of a big deal. People know me. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Look at what we have here. This is a big one, the one I've been waiting for all my life. Who wants to have some fun? Chuck Morrison, Mr. Jonathan, I'm David Garofalo. We are live here at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire, and we're giving away a box of Tatuaje M80 cigars. We'll tell you what say it is. It's so. It's so, and we're going to tell you how you're going to win that and all about that cigar and uh, why you can't get it and why you want to win it. Uh, is America the greatest country on earth? Of course it is. We have the stats. You may be surprised. We're going to talk about that. Jose Blanco from Quanco Blanco Cigars joins us this week. Uh, Jose Blanco uh, used to be with um, the people from Miami Cigar, and now he's with... Uh, the people at Hoya de Nicaragua, and we have him on the show. Um, those graduation cigars may be history. What? Some towns are upset about 18-year-old graduates lighting up a cigar, so they're changing the law. They have changed the law. We'll tell you about that. It upsets me very much. That and lots more on the Cigar Authority. And we are being listened to by WWZN AM 1510, The Revolution, Boston. WGHM 900 The Game in Nashua, New Hampshire. WARL 1320, Positive Energy in Providence, Rhode Island. Dramatic pause. WGAM 1250 ESPN Radio in Manchester, New Hampshire. Also being listened to on the Cigar Station at thecigarstation.com. They replay last week's show from 11 to 1 and 11 to 1, day and night. And why just listen when you can watch our video stream right at thecigarauthority.com. Push the button. And it's that we are simple. Podcasted for your downloading and listening convenience right at thecigarauthority.com, and also on iTunes, where, of course, you can set it and forget it. Here is the first cigar of the day. We really smoke cigars on, the, on, on the Cigar Authority. Second. Are you pulling a bait and switch on me here? Why? Because we're supposed to smoke the Mighty Mighty Maduro this week. It's too big. Did you get all American on us? Well, we're, we're talking about America today. We're talking about United. We thought we'd go with United Cigar. So there's United Cigar. He, he says we because there's either a mouse in his pocket or he made an executive decision without us, Chuck. The Mighty Mighty is the uh, big, uh, Mighty Mighty Maduro, the big cigar from Brickhouse, which I like Brickhouse cigars, but I'm not crazy about the big, giant, thick cigars that everybody's making. So you're not crazy about it. They, we have actual cigar news, but you're not crazy about it, so we're not going to report on it. I just don't have it in me right now. I know now. what it is. You know what it is, Chuck? What is it? Next week, he's going to the IPCPR. Oh. He's going to come back with, like, 500 60-plus ring-gauge cigars. That's it. He's going to have a sore, you want. a sore jaw. He's going to mumble more. He's going to sound like Mayor Mumbles Menino from Boston. <laughs> right. And, and he's going to be miserable. And so he just doesn't want to kick the week off with a sore jaw to begin with. Isn't that the truth? That, and the re- only reason why you really want to smoke that I cigar. I want the truth. The reason why you want to smoke that cigar is because <laughs> no, no one has it. Nobody was supposed to have it. And another radio broadcaster said, I'm the only one that has this. And you want to say, no, you're not. We have it, too. And you want to light it. And. Yours is bigger than his and all that baloney, right? Well, I'm sick of being number two. 
We are number two. We're working at it, though. This is uh, the number two cigar radio show on the air. Really the number one because we're the only ones that They're, smoke cigars. We're the only ones that really smoke cigars anyway. So United Cigar, uh, this is a cigar... Um, that is an organization, uh, United Cigar Retailers, a organization of cigar retailers united to try to make their brick-and-mortar stores better customer service, better stores, better retailers, better people, uh, a small little group of people. So uh, they can handle golf tournaments better? That's right. So they can do all these different things better than they do now. And, and this group gets together. This is their uh, their own little brand, United Cigar. We're smoking the Robusto Natural. This is a Habano Wrap Cigar, made in the Dominican Republic, box-pressed, uh, low price. What are we, 4 here, 4 right? $4.99 on the Robusto, 6 on the Churchill. And there's a Toro in there somewhere. Yeah, I don't know what the price on the Toro is. In the middle price. So it's, it's uh, like my brother, the middle child. He gets forgotten all right. the time. Um, so anyway, box-pressed cigar. We may see a lot of that at the show uh, also. Yeah, we may see a lot. We're going to see a lot of two things. You're going to come back and you're going to report two things. I'm going to let the cat out of the bag right now. Everyone's got a box press and everyone's got a 6x60. You heard it here first. It's probably going to be the truth. That's the, the information I hear anyway. We talked about uh, a lot of the cigars on the show last week that are coming out. Um, this week, um, I'm ready. I'm all geared up. All my paperwork's ready to go. I am leaving on Wednesday. I will report on the blog Every single day. That's my plan. If I can get the computer people to make this thing work for me, I've had computer issues again. Yeah, I saw on Friday, yeah. No email, all kinds of stuff. I'm losing my mind when it comes to this. But anyway, they tell me it's going to work. I don't believe them, but I'm assuming uh, somehow I'm going to be able to get to it, and I'll, I'll blog all the things as, as it's happening. Um, this is the time of year where when all the news comes out about the cigar industry, who's being sold, who's being bought, who's switching over to what and doing what, along with all the different cigar brands that happen. So the world of cigars changes it's, every it's year. It's the Oprah Winfrey show. Of cigars is what it is. Well, what, what, why is <laughs> this that? This nonstop drama in the cigar world. Right. That's, this is that's the drama what's going part. on. This is the drama part of it. Is right. It's like <laughs> Law and Order has a baby with Oprah Winfrey, and then you've got the IPCP. I'll tell you what also happens. Uh, lots of legislative things happen because 4,000 cigar stores gather together in one place. Everybody leaves the state they're in, and this is usually when things happen in a state. And they sneak things in, and they try to make it happen. Every year, it happens that that way. Wow. Um, Maybe they, we they should know. stop publicizing when the IPCPR when, is. When we're going, but you you leave somebody behind. Secret. I'm going out all by myself, and uh, leaving behind capable managers that are watching oh, what's oh, going oh. on. Yeah, it's <laughs> a dig right there. In case you guys, because no one can hear us when we're off the air, that was a dig. I'll tell you this: as far as United Cigar goes, Chuck. My store is the number one store in the country. I'm not surprised. For sales of United Cigars. Because you like it. You sell what you like. It's a good cigar so far, guys. You sell what you like. That's what, what is believed, anyway, from the cigar manufacturers, that uh, they a lot of them believe that it, it's not um, the cigar has to be good or something. You sell what you like. And you know what? Maybe you're going to uh, be smoking what you like, and somebody, and you, you could show somebody, wow, I like the cigar uh Give it a try, and you're going to be able to get it sold out the first time or tried the first time. But it comes down to the cigar. It certainly does. Manufacturers, you got to make a good cigar. We can't do all the work for you. The retailer can't do everything. Well, you guys we'll know, get it tasted. You guys know how I feel about Onyx. 
and we carry Onyx in love the it. store, and I sell it. And do I like selling it? No, because I don't like that cigar. But someone says to me, what do you think of Onyx? And I can honestly answer them. It's consistent. (laughs) 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 It is a very consistent cigar. Do you say I don't like it? I will be honest with someone. Then when they say, do you like it? And I absolutely not. I won't tell them what I think it tastes like. But you you can't take away that the the point that the... The guy coming in may like it. And he he's likes not, it. He's not wrong for liking no. it. No. Uh, well, he is, but... No, he isn't. You pretend like he isn't. No, he isn't wrong. He likes it. Is he wrong? Yeah. No, you really don't no, like it. No, he's wrong. <laughs> he's wrong. No, everybody's taste is different, and that and that's the magic of the cigar industry, because if that was the case, if everything was the way it is, you, there'd be one, one or two cases here. That's all, right? This, this is what it is. The guy had his first Onyx, and he had an extraordinary experience surrounding that Onyx. He would have liked whatever cigar was in his hand, and unfortunately, it was that one. And now he goes back to it because that cigar reminds him of some special thing. And I only know that because I asked him, this particular guy I'm thinking about. So it's something memorable. He played the best round of golf in his life, and so he really thinks that the cigar had something to do with it, and he smokes an onyx when he goes golfing, and then that's it. So a memorable experience. So, for instance... You graduated high school. You turned 18. You graduate high school. You light your first cigar up or a celebration after. What? Go ahead. You're, you're laughing because it's a segue. You segued for real. Yeah. And we can't, we can't actually have a segue on the show without someone pointing it out because it happens so infrequently. <laughs> so you graduated high school. You light your cigar after the ceremony is over. You celebrated. You did 12 long years. You you aced it. You're going off to college. You light your cigar. You're legal age. You can do it. We have 60, a problem. 60 in that barrel. How many in the, in the wheelbarrow? There? 50, 50. 50. And they're not. They're all numbered. This is this is wheelbox 79 out of 50. I didn't want to interrupt your story. The no, chat box are like, what is that huge wheelbox? Well, we're yeah. going to smoke that cigar next. We're going to we'll tell that. you all about that. I have, That's the second cigar we're I have smoke. one of these bad boys aging in my humidor because this cigar is something special. That's the limited release. We'll get to that on the second hour. Right now, we're going to deal with the box press, the little boxes that are here. I don't even want people seeing the stars on the front. <laughs> I'm going to tip it like this so they can't see the stars on the front. Yeah. So, uh, graduation. I, when I graduated high school, I did two things. I bought a porno mag, and I bought a cigar from Two Guys Smoke Shop, really? from David and Ed, in the Salem store across the street from where it is now. Really? Yeah. Now, you were already 18. I was eight, I turned 18 that day. Oh, no kidding. But say you didn't, and you graduated high school. I mean, you, you turned 18, and you went out to dinner and whatever. You signed up to vote or whatever you can legally do and then fast forward a couple months later you turn 18 i mean you uh graduate high school before you graduate you go to the cigar store you buy yourself a nice cigar you put it aside as soon as the graduation's over it's celebration this is what premium cigars are all about they're cel- celebratory right they are celebratory you you have a child you pass out cigars this is the idea of marrying sometimes cigars. it happens all at the same time you graduate high school you have a child you pass out cigars like it's all yeah in this day and age it's all happening right. all at once if uh you know for no other reason than you're celebrating and i happen to celebrate three to four times a day but that that's me but maybe you're just doing it at your graduation or just the day you, uh on your birthday or when you have a baby or whatever you're going to do no problem right no problem. And if you were to smoke, God forbid you smoke two and you got behind the wheel, that wouldn't matter either because it's not hurting anybody. 
It's not, it's not, not only, hurting anyone. Not only is it not hurting anybody, <laughs> it's not even hurting the person that's doing it. Right. It's hurting nobody. Well, Brookline teens won't be breaking out the cigars to celebrate turning 18. Newly minted bylaw has upped the town smoking age to 19. Town meeting voted earlier this week with a vote of 169 to 1. Wow. To increase... Uh, Buying tobacco products from 18 to 19. Talk about a town filled with D-bags. To save lives. That's why they're doing it. Now, keep in mind, you can walk across the street over the town border and buy it at that store. Not only did you not save a life, you could get hit by a car crossing the street. You're making it more dangerous. But... The store owner in your town, you've actually hurt business in your town. You've told that 18-year-old person to now go across the street, buy from the person out of the town. You've actually hurt business in your own town. Every you single are, week we have so, we have five or six kids coming in that turned 18 that week and are buying their first cigar. Now, Brookline, Massachusetts, or Brookline, Taxachusetts, whatever way you look at it, because there's a lot of problems over here, and you're talking about right over the border. And I, and I say this, listen, I had three retail stores in Massachusetts. We moved, we closed them all up, and we moved over to New Hampshire. Thank you, Massachusetts. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, live free or die, But baby. listen, I've, I've come far enough that I'm saying enough is enough. Stop driving more business my way. Let those people survive and live and, and grow over there because Brookline isn't the only person that did it. Belmont, Massachusetts, now they're doing it. That's where I was born and raised. No kidding. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, man. What are you doing, Belmont? Belmont raises from 18 to 19. Now, I don't know what the deal is. Needham also. Needham uh, goes to 21. Come on. All right. Needham goes Come to on. 21. Hang on a second. Yeah. It's a federal law. That's, that the federal law mandates you must be 18, 18. years this old. This is what I don't get. To Continue. purchase tobacco products. Yep. You must be 18. That's yep. a federal law. Yep. Now, there was, uh, what was it, Roe v. Wade that was yeah, the state's rights, where the states could decide whether or not you could have an abortion. Is that correct? I don't know. That was what Roe v. Wade was about. States, and it, it came know. down to it was the state's choice. So even if I, we go from. I, th- I think it was the woman's choice. Well, the state has the right to decide whether or not. Maybe we can go to our U.S. history guy, uh, Rudy, to look into that. Yes, Rudy, can you, t- can you tap into the Google for me? <laughs> go to the guy in Canada. What's the story? <laughs> I thought that's what the Roe v. Wade thing was about. But either way, whether it's states, the state law or the, the government law, the U.S. law, that, either way, it's above the town. Right. Doesn't the, the federal government... Proceed over. You would town. think all of our young case, listeners so, so in it, Brookline go out and buy a cigar and smoke it right on the town steps. Let them arrest you. David will bail you out. It's the craziest thing that this is this is even happening. Uh, Eighteen to vote. Seventeen to sixteen or seventeen to join the service, depending on what what your situation is. Yeah. 21 to drink. So if, the, if this is the case, they can do whatever they want. Could somebody in a town say, you know what, you got to be 30 now to join the service if you live in Brookline, Massachusetts? Yeah, good luck messing with the U.S. military that way. There'd be How about messing with the, the U.S. Constitution? Thank you. That's okay. I mean, does it have any weight anymore? What the answer is is you can piss all over smokers. That's okay. You... It, 
because they're smokers. They're but coming you can't do it to people. Shakes. You can't do it to anything else except for a smoker. You can do whatever the hell you want to a smoker, and everybody rolls over. And uh, nobody... They're starting to go after fat guys now with the soda. So what am I going to do? I'm a, I'm a fat both. smoker. You're both. It's going to be tough. But for if you. they go after one group and they succeed, that's now going to give them the right and the precedence to go after different groups. It's going to, you know, whether you're a smoker or not, this has an effect on your your rights. Chuck has an unusually deep voice. What if they go after people with deep voices? What What if they decided you can't uh, drive in a city? That um, okay, you're in Brookline. Mass, all of a sudden, Brookline, Mass, the driving age becomes 21. Instead of 16, we're going to raise it to 21. And Brookline, Mass, I would say there'd be an exodus from Brookline, Mass. I mean, is it the person that lives in the city? If I lived in Brookline, can I buy a cigar in another city, or is that against the law? At 18. You'd think it'd be against Because now I have to be 19. Well, there was the... Just because I live there. Certain certain places you could buy beer, the state age was 18, and other states it was 21, so you could go over the state border and buy beer. You just couldn't bring it back over the state line legally. So, so if you live in You Brooklyn, can buy it, but you can't drink it. You could drink it in the state you bought it. If it's another state other than the if one you're in. another state than the one you're in. This is why we're smoking United Cigar today. Let's get united as a country. This is not why we're smoking United Cigars, because you didn't want to smoke the thick ring gauge. But this is the point number two. Let's, you know what, because it's confusing. Nate, what are the rules? What are the rules so we're all the same? I'm in here. I'm so with you on this. If you're doing a golf tournament, what is the rules? What are the rules? No matter what it is, what what is the thing? What you've got to do is you've got to write it down on paper so that it's the same for everybody. And then you exactly. just hope you hope somebody reads it. Well, <laughs> the bigger issue that I this have. This is all an inside joke, folks, of Mr. Jonathan messing up this morning. Oh, oh, here we go. Here we go. But he missed the manager's meeting in January. Right. Because I was uh, four months away from having the job. Should have known. Yeah, should have. Should have known. I should have been there. Somebody else shop. Well, Dave, what if you can fight in a war? If you can start a family, you can start a business, but you can't st- you can't smoke a cigar? If you can go and defend your country's constitution, your country's constitution should bow down to you. It should it should go out of its way to help you. Totally. Just pursue your happiness, because okay. that's written. Okay, so you got to be 21 to drink, right? Yeah. In the in in the United States. In the United States, how old do you have to be in Brookline, Mass, to drink? Uh, 21 and two days, probably. It's some goofy thing. I don't know. Let's let's assume it's 21, even in Brookline, uh, and Belmont, Belmont, and Needham, Needham. Uh, and we understand that that's what it is across the United States, right? The United States is 21. Um, let's pick a country like let's go to uh, Jamaica. Okay, Jamaica, how old do you have to be to drink in Jamaica? Can you talk? I'm going to say that you've got to be at least 16 years old, man. I'm going to say there's no drinking age. That sounded like Arnold Schwarzenegger (laughs) trying to do. You are so bad at it. It sounded like Mr. Jonathan. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Trying to be Jamaican Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, What would happen, man, if Arnold lived in Jamaica his whole life? Just add the word man, and you think you you (laughs) had the Jamaican accent. You are so bad. Um, The drinking age in Jamaica is no drinking age. Anything you want. As it should be, man. 
anything you want it to be. Let's pick Vietnam. How much to drink in Vietnam? No Two dollars. No age. It doesn't matter. Fiji, no age. Now you go into Germany. Ah, Germany. I'm Big say... day drinking town. No 12. age. 16. All right. Greece, 16. Portugal, 16. Spain, 16. All countries with very low um, crime rates and, yep. with, uh, with respect to alcohol, by the way. Because it's not important to them. The it's thing the... is, when you take it away from and me. And you can drink, you can give your 16-year-old beer or whatever, or, or younger than 16 in your home. Like, there's, there's just no issue in those countries. Kids are raised with it. It's part of lunch. You have a beer, whatever. It, there's no mystical thing about it. There's no mystique. No, if we, you know... Growing up in an Italian household, they pour you a glass of wine. Sure. And my family did it as well. Yeah. In fact, we'd go out shoveling in the uh, wintertime and would come in, and my dad would heat the wine up on the stove, and we'd all get a cup filled. The it's China. your point, Dave. It's your point. It's the forbidden fruit. And, th- and that's what it ends, ends up being. So you, you're going to raise the smoking age. You're going to make younger kids want to. How about you, you let them do it if they want, and guess what? They won't want to. That, that's, that's what it's, way it, it comes down to. So uh, that, that's the way it works with alcohol. Uh, what do I have here? Um, voting. So um, voting in other countries. You have to be... Uh, oh, those 18-year-olds, by the way, they could vote these bums out if they all got together. That's right. Ooh. That's what they should do. Vote the bums out because you could... Because they didn't raise the voting age. They only raised the smoking age. Ah. The problem is, all through school, all you hear is how tobacco is bad. I had one health teacher in high school that actually preached the medicinal benefits of tobacco and how relaxing it is in moderation. Wow. I'm surprised he wasn't fired. Really? Went to high school. He was just telling the truth. Haverhill High School. I thought he was crazy at the time because for 12 years I had heard nothing but tobacco was bad for you. And he actually said uh, it has some uh, health qualities. I think they should let younger people vote. I agree. Let younger people vote, and then they won't be doing things like that. Uh, Austria, 16 years old, you can vote. Um, Bosnia, this is interesting. You must be 18 years old to vote, but if you're if you have a job, you can be 16. Awesome. That. How about let's do that in the United States? You have to be 18 years old to vote if you have a job. If you don't have a job, you can't vote. You ever. can't vote. I think you should be a, a property. I owner. like that. That or would, a property owner, but yeah. I think property owner is the way to go. You can only vote if you own property in the country, and then that's where it's at. Now, would it have to be a full-time job or a part-time job? Does it specify? Yeah, you have to be employed. You have to be employed. You have to be employed. I like it. Would self-employed I like it. count, like if you had a paper route? Yeah. Yeah. So the lowest I see here is 16. Uh is the lowest. It goes up as high as 21 in places like Singapore, Samoa. Samoa, which is kind of like the United the fattest, States. The fattest country in the world. Is that the fattest? I'm guessing. Are they part of the United States? Is it a is it a, a property of ours? I believe so. Yeah? Don't they vote for president or something, Samoa? I have no idea. I think their vote should count for double because they're all twice <laughs> our size. Well, and I'm going to tell you, wow. Good segue right here. Uh, (laughs) That's debatable since you said the word segue out loud. Let's go to break. When we come back, is America the greatest country in the world? 
not even close, and it's getting worse. You may be surprised to hear the stats. Hang on, with this music, you got to be a little more ominous to hear these stats. A sit-down with Jose Blanco and his new cigar, Cuenca y Blanco, and tell you about a ton of other new cigars coming out real soon. We're going to give away a box of M80s and tell you how you can win that and a lot more. We're live here at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. I'd like to file a missing persons report. I've lost my one true love. Uh, what does she look like? She is like no other. Her skin, dark, simply gorgeous. Not slender, but firm to the touch. Well, we'll do everything we can for you, sir. The night we met over a fine scotch, it was love at first sight. Details. I need details, sir. Well, she's about five and a half inches tall. You mean five feet tall? No, inches. Oh, she's a mid... a dwarf. Uh, a little person. No. She's a cigar. Ah, right, sir. Is she a Fleur de Lorraine cigar? The cigar that men around the world are falling in love with? Yes. Oh, I've seen this before. Louie! Yeah? Uh, get him a Fleur de Lorraine cigar and a list of United Cigar retailers to carry it. Fleur de Lorraine cigars. Simply gorgeous. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailers across the country. Fleur de Lorraine. Stop missing out. Mr. Jonathan, a shadowed figure spinning tunes on records that do not exist. Mr. Jonathan, a young cigar smoker on a crusade to champion the oldies, top 40, and yes, even country, with a host of DJs that operate above the mix. Mr. Jonathan is my dance instructor. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ. Mr. Jonathan is me. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. Your one-stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. You're listening to David Garofalo and Mr. Jonathan on the Cigar Authority. 
and they wanted me to tell you about the Cigar Station. It's the world's first 24-7 radio station, custom programmed for cigar smokers and lovers of the good life. Enjoy cool tunes from familiar artists. Everyone from Van Morrison, Phil Collins, and Dave Matthews, to Paul Simon, Sade, and Tony Bennett. And stay informed with Cigar College, Cigar News and Reviews, and Smoke Breaks. Interviews with cigar-loving celebrities and industry personalities. Give us a listen. The Cigar Station at thecigarstation.com. There was a time when cigars were the hallmark of elegance and success. In this time gone by, the aficionado would revel in opening a beautiful box, only to find their favorite celebratory smoke emblazoned with a heritage-laden band. It's time to put the bundle down and travel back to this golden age. For your voyage, may we humbly suggest the only cigar worthy of being packaged in a handmade marble box. Berlin Wall Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. I like that line. Yeah. We're back here live at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. We're smoking the United Cigar, and we're talking about being born in the USA. That's right. And if you were born, if you were born in Hong Kong and you wanted to smoke a cigar, how old would you have to be to legally smoke it? Four. You couldn't at four years old because they have no smoking age in Hong Kong. Nice. How about Indonesia? I'm going to go with uh, 16, 12. It would be uh, no age, any age you want. They don't have a problem with the smoking issues over there, though, because any age you can smoke. So it takes you to that. That's They're free countries. Right. Sing- <laughs> I'm, I'm like born in the USA, right? Singapore, 16. Oh, it's depressing, David. Austria, no smoking age. Belgium, no smoking age. The Czech Republic, how old do you have to be? The Czech Republic. Czech, Czech Republic. Republic. It's not no drink, no no uh, no age. You have to be old enough. Fourteen. I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna go with ten. Ten is correct. Wow. Right off the bat, you sneak, you sneak a look at that. Even ten if years I looked old. at it, I can't because, see those numbers. Because any younger would, they wouldn't be able to make a conscious decision if it was right for them. Ten years old, yeah. And you know what they choose? Not to smoke. Because it's disgusting. When you're ten. Ireland, sixteen. Italy. What's the smoking age in Italy? None. Fourteen. None. Netherlands, none. Any age you want to be. Bangladesh. What about Holland? Bangladesh. What's the smoking age in Holland? None. 15 in Bangladesh. Yeah. USA? There's no smoking age in Holland. None. None. Ireland, none. And uh, U.S., 18 or in 19. the United States, or unless you live if in... If you live in the Republic of Brookline. <laughs> the People's Co- Republic the of Brookline. The Communist Republic of Brookline. It's it is, 19. It's 19. And if you, uh, what was the one I said is 21? One of them just went to 21. 21. One of those towns, was it Belmont? It wasn't Belmont. It was Needham. Needham. Because you don't need them at all. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> but a bump, bump, ching. Nothing. So uh, horrible. Horrible. Um, it's got to be put, put an end to it. The great thing is the 18-year-olds can vote the bums out. That's awesome. So all you 18 years old, 18 year old is even if you don't want to smoke, I don't have a I'm not telling 18 year olds to smoke at all, but they're taking your rights away, but you have the right to vote. So go vote the bums out because they took the right away from you. Not that you want to, not that you want to smoke, 
that you want to have the right to do it if that's what you want because you're an adult. Make your own decisions. 18 years old, you can make a decision to go to war. But you can't make a decision if you're going to have a cigar you at your graduation. You in our Army or Marines. Get married, start a family. Yeah. Think about it. You can raise another human being, the age of but consent, you can't smoke a cigar. The age of consent is 16 in most states. Some states, like Maine, it's like ridiculous. Like Again, 14. we're going back to these state things. But it's, it's still, you're saying that you have the... Uh, the knowledge, you have the, the life experience to make a decision that could alter the rest of your life. You could have sex, protected, unprotected, be on birth control, not be on birth control. At the age of 14, 15, 16, you can make those choices, but don't you dare light something, pull the smoke in your mouth, exhale it, and smile a relaxed person afterward. Because yeah. that is akin to being the devil. Smokin's the, the devil. devil. The devil. We sat down with Jose Blanco. He used to be with Hoya de Nicaragua. And um, no, he is now with Hoya de Nicaragua. He used to be with uh, um, the folks at Miami Cigar. Hmm. And uh, he went with Hoya de Nicaragua. And the, the uh, owner of Hoya de Nicaragua, uh, Dr. Cuenca, uh, they kind of got together and uh, now he works with him and they decided to put a cigar together and me and Jonathan sat down with him who and mr. John okay I just I thought you got confused again yeah and I uh, sat down with him and uh, had a little interview while we smoked this new cigar so uh, we have that interview here let's, let's hear it. it okay I'm with Jose Blanco and we're trying out a brand new cigar Cuenca Y Blanco did I say it right <laughs> Cuenca and Blanco. And Blanco. the Y is and. Okay. <laughs> is it pronounced E? Cuenco y Blanco? Cuenca y Blanco. Oh, y Blanco. Y Blanco. Y Blanco. Okay, so the cigar isn't out yet. When, when's it coming out? It's coming out at the show at uh, IPCPR. It's uh, a cigar that we have been working on uh, for the last seven months in... Uh, at Hoya de Nicaragua, it took us over many, many blends and many hours, and you know, figuring out it was the first time that we're going to use different uh, tobaccos at Hoya. We're using a Habano Ecuador wrapper. We're using a Dominican binder. We're using tobaccos uh, from Esteli. We're using tobaccos from Ometepe, and we're using also tobaccos uh, from Peru. We wanted to come up with a unique blend, something uh, medium to full very complex, very rich, uh, a lot of flavors, some earthiness, some spice, but something totally different from anything that uh, we have done before in, at Hoya de Nicaragua. Yeah, typically they use all Nicaraguan tobacco all the same, and this is the first blended cigar other than just Nicaraguan tobacco in it. Yes, totally. And this is the first project you worked on since you've been with them. Yes, the first project, and uh, I can guarantee you it's not going to be the last one. Right. Uh, beautiful wrapper. Uh, this is the uh, Habano Ecuador. Ecuador, beautiful. Uh, it's got a nice shine to it. Um, I uh, initially lighting it up for some reason. Hoy de Nicaragua. I'm expecting very, very full-bodied, uh, very powerful cigar. That's not what I got. I would say medium strength, but full-flavored. Absolutely, medium strength. A lot going on here. Uh, I have a smile on my face uh, if you can hear it on the radio, and it's because I'm very, very happy with it. Uh, typically like Doc and Tanya and stuff. I can't smoke a lot of it because it's just too heavy for my palate. I think you got a winner here when it comes to the volume of people.
people that would, would appreciate this. Somebody that likes a strong cigar, there's nothing wrong with this. They'll be fine with it. And somebody that likes something on, on a milder scale, it's a little more, it's more than mild, but it's fine. It's not heavy on my chest or anything like that. No, that it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a medium, and depending on the size, it'll go from medium to full. But more than anything else, it's a cigar all about flavor. A lot of people tell me they can't define what a, a cigar with a lot of complexity is. And what I've told a lot of people is that this is a cigar that's based on a lot of flavor, a great aroma, but complexity. Even a, a cigar person that's not really a, a great connoisseur is going to be able to pick up the different changes. Because what I tell people, it doesn't matter how good a cigar is, if from start to finish, it's just the same notes and the same flavor and the same strength, it's just going to be a good, boring cigar. So this is a cigar that you're going to have at least five or six different changes during the smoke. You're going to pick up spice, you're going to pick up the sweetness, you're going to pick up earthiness, you're going to pick up a, a sweetness of a, like a kind of a licorice uh, sweetness to it. But, you know, it will depend because everybody's palate is subjective and their tolerance yeah, some of their palates are wrong. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> because, you're, Mr. Jonathan, you just mentioned before we uh, started this, you're tasting an odd taste right off the bat. It tastes like bread and butter pickles without the vinegar. Yeah. So there's uh, <laughs> apparently, I hear from John. Obviously, obviously bread and butter pickles without the vinegar. From John Hart, he said that the fennel flavor in uh, bread and butter pickles is that licorice kind of flavor. And it's interesting you said licorice because that's what I picked up right away. Um, when you make a cigar, when you're blending it, when you talk about the changes... Can you walk us through how the roller, does he align the, the leaves in a certain way on every cigar so that you can predict where the change is, plus or minus? Well, what, you, what you have to uh, realize is that when we make a blend, and the blend is made, and that's something that people are really amazed when they go to Hoya de Nicaragua and see the control. The amount of, let's say for 50 cigars, a wheel of 50, it's made, the tobaccos are given to him, and then after he finishes... All the uh, thing that is left over is weight, and the, the, there is a, a certain amount of uh, a certain weight that the 50 cigars have to have. So when we measure that, it could be a gram up, a gram down. But if it's over or down more than that, all the cigars are taken again and, you know, hand by hand uh, inspected again. Because the problem is that a, a lot of times... Uh, you know, every factory has different ways of doing it, but here we have a very uh, strict control on it. And you can see the way, if it, they're using three fillers or four fillers, uh, the way they bunch the cigar, and we do not use the machine. I mean, there's nothing wrong with using the machine either, but the way we do it handmade, there's more control to it. So uh, the way the formula is to make of the cigar, that's what at the end of the day has to be there to have the perfect blend. Remember, when you're making a blend, there are six things you have to take in consideration. First, it's the flavor, then it's the strength, then it's the aroma, then it's the complexity, then it's the balance, and what we call the finish. And finish is not the way the cigar finish, because as soon as you start puffing on a cigar, you're gonna know what the finish is. Uh, you have a very long, enjoyable finish is when you have a stimulation totally in your mouth, and your lips are totally, uh, you know, like tingling, that you don't want that cigar to, to let go of it. It's like, like your, your, your mouth is watery and you just want more and more. It's like when a cigar has a bad finish or a bad aftertaste, even if you're a quarter inch into it, you just want to put it down and just wash your mouth because you could be picking up or it's grassy or metallic or sharp or it could be too bitter, it could be too spicy, it could be sour. It's, it's, it's a lot of things. So when you really have a perfect blend, you have to take 
you have to have in consideration those six elements, the, the flavor, the strength, the aroma, the complexity, the balance, and the finish. If those six things are not put, to, put together, you will not have the perfect blend. So how many sizes are you going to make of this? We're coming out with five sizes. We're coming out with a Corona Gorda that's five and a half by 46. We're coming out with a size that a lot of people do not do. And I heard this week there's a company from a, a good friends of ours that came out with the same size. It's going to be a, a Longsdale that was popular many, many years ago. Uh, six and a half by 44 that I like that size. We're coming out with a Robusto five and a quarter by 50 we're going to do a toro six by 54 and we're going to do a bellicoso six and a quarter by 52 so no 60 ring gauge no 60 ring gauges till now congratulations everybody seems to be uh flocking to them and i'll i'll ask you as a blender it dramatically changes the cigar totally different one of the misconceptions that people have and don't get me wrong for anybody who smokes uh big ring gauges because you're just I, compensating. That's all right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> People have a misconception and think that the bigger ring gauges, they have more flavor and more strength. And it's not true. The smaller the ring gauge, it's the ratio of the, fill, to the wrapper to filler to binder. So you, And if you want to know if that's true, smoke a cigar in a 6x60 and smoke that same cigar in a Lancero. And you will see, like, you will, see, uh, you will find out. The Lancero is going to have a little bit more strength, a little bit more flavor. And if you really like uh, that type of wrapper, whether it's a Broadleaf or a Connecticut or a Corojo or a Matafina or a Matanorte or a Rapiraca, you're going to enjoy that and even, uh, you know, also a Mexican wrapper. So it's, and you know, what we really want in the industry is for, for people to smoke. It doesn't matter what size or what type of wrapper you smoke. You enjoy what you smoke. And it's like... A lot of people say, well, I don't like Maduros because I think they're too strong, and that's a misconception that people have. If you have a Maduro that is well done, that it's uh, fermented the old-fashioned way, just water and heat, you're going to have a cigar that's uh, very sweet to it, that's going to have very aromatic uh, notes to it, and you're going to enjoy it very much. But people see dark, a dark cigar, and in their mind, they think it's strong, and it's not true. Right. How about price? Are you no, it's going to be between seven to ten. Seven to ten dollars, and when we'll expect that to, to show for us at the show. At the show, if you put your order in the show, the next week you'll have the cigars. We're shipping at the end of uh, oh, July. We're just giving the cigars the hundred plus days they need to rest. Well, I don't know how long this has been re- resting. It's burning absolutely perfect, tasting perfect. So it's ready as far as I'm concerned. You have my blessing to move <laughs> forward now. Uh, well, so if two guys has uh, <laughs> gives us our blessing, we're very happy with there it. There we go. I think you have a winner here. Congratulations on your first of many. First of many. Cuenca y Blanco. Cuenca y Blanco. In the cigar stores, coming soon. You heard Thank it here you. first. Thank you, Jose. Thank you, Dave. Beautiful. <laughs> That's Jose Blanco. That's that's his new cigar. It was really, really good. It was phenomenal. You know, you're in front of the guy. What do you say? You can't say it's not good, but it really was good. Um, and as he said, they're going to ship it right out. So a week later, so we're probably about ten days away from having that cigar in the store. Seven to ten dollars, he said. Um, a, a lot of the things that we're going to see at the show. Uh, they're going to give samples to us. We're going to order it. We may not get them till as much, as deep as December. You know, some of these people take the orders. Because a loser is a loser. Wow. Well, you know what some of them do? They, they uh, Sometimes they're, they're uh, shocked at the amount of people that order stuff, and they've made a little bit, 
but then they don't, uh, you know, they take the orders and then they start producing the cigar. And then, like, as he says, you got 100 days to rest after you make the cigar. Well, they're going to get the orders August 1st, 100 days later. That's three months. Yeah. That's what happens by the time Losers. it gets shipped to you and all that stuff. So, uh, well, you got it's, it's a gamble. You know, they don't know if it's going to be a winner or not. Uh, these guys assume that it's going to be a winner. It is going to be a winner, and they're going to ship. All right. When you have there's there's different levels of of cream, and there's a thing in, there's a cream called sweet cream. It's a little thicker. It's a little richer, and it has a sweet like butter cream. Not like butter cream. That's something different. But this is uh, this cigar right here is. Uh, sweet cream this without United cigar. Yeah, without the cream though, the sweet characteristics of the cream, no creaminess, and then well roasted, like really slow roasted for like 18, 19 minutes, maybe 19 and a half minutes. <laughs> <laughs> really yeah, deep roasted coffee with sweet cream, but no actual cream in the coffee, just the sweetness from it. So so like Starbucks type of thing, overcooked? No, no, no. Starbucks is, uh, <coughs> they cook 4,000 pounds of coffee in four minutes. They they burn it. Yeah. This is roasted, real low heat, just all of the flavors. It never, never gets burnt. It just gets deeper and darker. That's where I'm at right now, now flavor-wise. When, when you smoke this in the Maduro version, it's a natural in a Maduro, I find... The Maduro version has burn, taste burnt, taste. That's not really a good selling point. That flavor is roasted. That's what that is. Well, roasted. whatever you want to call it, it tastes charcoalish. I don't know. I don't know. I can't tell if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I'm, it's what it is. I that's you know. I wish I was smoking both of them at the same time, but. Uh, on the Maduro version of it, and I know this through the blend. There's actually a half leaf of Lajero extra extra added to it, so it's almost a different cigar. Uh, it's it's not just the outside wrapper, but one half of, of one leaf. It's amazing how much a difference difference it makes. The outside wrapper, of course, is a different uh, gone through a different process, so it's dark like it is. And and Jose explained uh, uh, that. You know, the old-fashioned way, which is a slow process of water and heat that ends up turning the cigar dark. It brings on a sweetness to it. It must be that extra half-leaf of Lajero that brings, to me, um, almost a charcoal-burned uh, type of taste. Like when you reach in after the, the charcoal's calmed down, you reach into the stove and you just grab a piece and you put it in your mouth. Say like, you got a piece of popcorn that was that was oh, cooked too much and it burned a little bit. Those are the best ones. <laughs> there you go. So it's not a bad thing, right? The little, the little burnt piece of piece of popcorn. Not charcoal black, you know, It's but the burnt piece of popcorn that's in there. That is the Maduro Are version. you sure that you didn't put this, the lid end in your mouth like we tell people not to do? No. Okay. So uh, uh, the Cigar Authority blog... Not only do you see uh, the Cigar Authority website, but if you go on there and you scroll down, and I know there's a lot of people on there right now, they scroll down. There's blogs, things we write about all the time. You wrote something this week, and it had nothing to do with a urinal, which was good. It actually had something to do with cigars. That's right. See, I'm all about quality, not quantity. You just like to slap stuff up there, but myself, uh, this week finds this DJ turned brick-and-mortar tobacconist, rooting through his shop's inventory, rearranging boxes and shelves, all was normal until I got the, to the bottom shelf of Humidor Number 2, where I stumbled across the hidden gem. 
And I'll tell you, it's got to be true because I walked in this morning and you were smoking one when I came in. Absolutely. You're into it. Go ahead. It had been sitting in perfect humidity, aging, untouched by anyone for the past four years. Now, the danger of writing this, Chuck, is that my partner on the show is my boss in real life. Right. So he better not find out cigars are hidden in the back of some humidor. But it was so good I I had to blog about it. Asensia 2008 was a great cigar in 08. In fact, it was given the dubious distinction of the Cigar of the Year that very year. Known in its day as a flavor-packed powerhouse of medium-bodied, cedary goodness, this woodsy smoke really pops now with the original notes of cedar and boasts a thick coating of charred oak. There are hints of vanilla that creep in between puffs. With 1,100 open boxes in my store, it makes me wonder... What other hidden gems may be hiding for me in the next couple of weeks, which this week, uh, just uh, yesterday, we found another box, and I'll be blogging about that. I remember hearing this from, from the from the big uh, cigar companies, big mail-order cigar companies, and many, many years ago, I, re- I read something that uh, they wrote, and they said, we found these in the back of, hu- of the humidor, and blah, 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 and these have been aging, and I'm like, oh, what a bunch of crap, they found them. Hmm. As I got bigger, and we, we carried more and more cigars, it really happens, that something gets pushed back, or something like that, you're not going to see it until we do inventory, the first of the year, the thing gets moved around, or when new cigars come in, they don't get rotated properly, which they should, that the, the new stuff goes under it, yeah. but then again, you know, uh, we used to sell newspapers years ago. I remember guys walking into the into the Two Guys Smoke Shop, and they'd lift the first newspaper and grab the second one, take it, and bring it up to the counter. And I don't know why that happens. It happens all the time. Magazines, the same thing. They don't take the first one. Why? Because it's been read? Oh, I don't know what the story. Somebody looked at it. It saw the air on the top. I don't know what, what the reason is, but... I'm like that, that I look at things like that, and I, I wonder why. Why does this happen? So I go around the counter, and I take the second newspaper, and I put it on top of the top newspaper. Therefore, the top newspaper is really the second newspaper here. And I watch the guy come in, and he lifts the top one. He takes the second one up. He comes to the counter. And you he, go, aha, I do. <laughs> I say to him, by the way, that was the top newspaper. I switched them. And the guy looks at me like, am I, am I crazy? Doesn't find it amusing at all. Oh, Leaves. Never comes back. <laughs> what I don't know what, what it is. But anyway, to, to, to get back to what you're saying. We, David digresses. I do digress because <laughs> I, I look at it that way. But it could be the same thing that happens in the cigar store. The guy walks into the humidor. Yeah. Instead of taking the top box, he takes the second one. The top box drops down. A little while later, the next guy comes in to buy a box of cigars, or you take the second box. New cigars come in, they get put, and this is what ends up happening. And there's a 2008 box of cigars at the bottom. And the people from Essencia actually put on the band the year of the production. Right. Also, I think it's printed at the bottom of the box, too, yeah. although it's a black box and hard to see. So this where the gems are that, that have that. And that's a full-bodied cigar, Essencia. Full-bodied cigars tend to age so safe. they, they got to be a good cigar to begin with. But you get a good cigar, you age it for four years, you have a good cigar that has become incredible. Yeah. Hmm. Now, you take a crappy cigar, and you age it for four years, you got a four-year-old crappy cigar. I want right. you to understand that. It doesn't happen to just anything. But something that with full-bodied character, like the Essencia, aged, and there you go right there. 
spectacular cigar, better than it's ever been. So, Age of Cigars, if you get the money to do it, put the dates on the bottom of the box, turn a great cigar into an incredible cigar, and it'll just get better. Okay, that sound means we have to go to break. When we come back, I love America, but things are really getting worse here in the good old USA. Is America really the best country in the world? We have the stats when we come back. It's pretty disturbing as we are 100 days away from the biggest election in our life and the biggest cigar dinner to go right along with it. Live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire, you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. This is David Garofalo of Two Guys Smoke Shop, and we're proud to say Two Guys is the largest family-owned cigar retailer in America. I've been there many times before, David. It's true. It is stogie heaven. Two Guys has three locations, all conveniently located off Exit 1 and all right over the Taxachusetts border in New Hampshire. Take Route 93 to Salem, Route 95 to Seabrook, or Route 3 to Nashua, because for cigars, every highway leads to Two Guys Smoke Shop. Two Guys Rock. There's no cigar tax or sales tax in New Hampshire, and coincidentally, we have built three glorious cigar shops right over the border. Coincidentally, huh? It's no accident, and just one of the reasons Two Guys is the largest cigar retailer in America. Two Guys Rock. Two Guys Rock. With a billion choices, it's Another reason could be our cigar selection. Again, the biggest and best, I'm proud to say. Make the pilgrimage to Two Guys Smoke Shop in tax-free Salem, Nashua, or Seabrook, New Hampshire. Or find them on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. It's stogie heaven. You like Robusto, I'll take a Toro. You like Oscuro, I'll take Maduro. You like Perfecto, I'll take Torpedo. Sit back, relax, it's Two Guys time. Two Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. What about it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next. How about good to the last draw? Ah, Something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yeah, it costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair, genius! Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. 
All right, listen up. If you've been feeling stuck in life, unmotivated, procrastinating, and just flat out frustrated with the same old results and routines, consider this your wake-up call. The fact of the matter is you control your destiny, not your boss, your company, the government, or anyone else outside of yourself. With responsibility comes power. My name is Chuck Morrison, owner and founder of MakingMountainsMove.com. Since 2009, I've been helping ordinary people from around the globe achieve extraordinary results. Authors, app developers, business owners, speakers, trainers, coaches, all just ordinary people until they plugged into the Triple M movement. Now it's your turn. This is a about unleashing your legacy. If you've ever had that calling, that burning desire to raise your game and start living life at a higher level, the wait is finally over. End the frustration. Crush the procrastination. Say goodbye to fear, doubt, and worry forever. Check out the fastest growing movement inside the personal development industry. Check out Making Mountains Move. Mr. Jonathan here from the Cigar Authority. Every Saturday morning during my preparation for the radio show, I head over to visit my friend Scott at Moe's Italian Sandwiches here in Salem, New Hampshire. Scott makes my sandwich fresh right when I order it and makes it exactly how I want it. When I'm running too late to visit Scott in person, I simply pick up the phone and call 603-912-5336 and Scott delivers it to me himself. Delivery is free and is available every day. Moses is located right behind Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire at 5 Kelly Road. The next time you are hungry or need to feed your son's football team, please do me a personal favor and call my good friend Scott, 603-912-5336 and tell him that Mr. Jonathan sent you. Remember, you can't say no to a mo. In a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor, comes two that go head-to-head. One man smoking two cigars at the same time. Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste. One cigar known as the natural. The natural is no lightweight. It boasts full flavor and taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the Maduro. Darker and even more bolder. With in-your-face flavor. United Cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both box-pressed. Both 65 million years in the making. Uh, that may be wrong. Well, I'm going with it anyway. Action. Adventure. And bromance. That's right. Bromance. United Cigar. Available in natural or Maduro. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailer shops nationwide. Rated D for delicious. Under 18, not admitted even with a parent. United Cigars. You don't have to choose. Smoke them both. Streaming online at 1510thezone.com. WWZN Boston. This is the Cigar Authority. Go, Go, The authority on everything cigar. That's what I'm talking about! Featuring cigar celebrities from every major cigar brand. You're gonna see some serious Awesome. With your host, David Garofalo. Do you know who I am? This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. I made my bones when you were going out with cheerleaders. And Mr. Jonathan. Mr. 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 
kind of a big deal. People know me. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Look at what we have here. This is a big one, the one I've been waiting for all my life. Who wants to have some fun? You want to come by and say hi to the boys? Take Route 95 to exit one first exit in New Hampshire. Leave early. Yeah, leave early. The traffic's bad anyway. But we're right here on, uh, what is this, Lafayette Street, which is one. Route one. You want to visit the best smoke shop in all of the world, according to the Daily News. <laughs> the best of the best. Yeah, right. 2012. Two Guys Smoke Shop Seabrook wins the award thanks to Adam and Terry and myself yeah. and our former manager, Steve. Yep. I'm sure uh, he had something to do with that, One too. or two things. Congratulations uh, to all of you. Uh, show us this box of cigars. Oh, say the... Go ahead. Say what? the station. How about first. if I... Yeah, do this. WWZNAM1510, The Revolution, Boston. Say w- it like you mean it, man. GHM900, The Game in Nashua, New Hampshire. WARL1320, right Positive Energy <laughs> in Providence, Rhode Island. WGAM1250, ESPN Radio in Manchester, New Hampshire. On. <laughs> We're also broadcasting on the cigarstation.com, which replays our show <laughs> from 11 to 1 on Sundays, day and night. And why just listen live when you can watch our video streaming by pushing... The button on the cigarauthority.com, and we are podcasted for your downloading and listening convenience right on the Cigar Authority and on iTunes, where you can set it and forget, forget it. it. Forget about it. Hey, uh, we're going to smoke the next cigar, which uh, the guys were saying, hey, what's with that? Show, show us that All box. Right. This box is probably the most impressive box I've ever seen to house cigars, and it doesn't just house the typical 18 to 22 count uh, amount of cigars. This holds a wheel of 50. It's a slide-out box. Look at the front of it. It's got a window. Every single you gotta cigar. you got to get close. you got to show the stars. They can't every really... single cigar right on the front has a star cap. Now, you cut the cap off, unfortunately, unless you you happen to be a fan of the punch. The, you uh, can, what you, is it called? The uh, Or the shuriken. Yeah. Yeah, you can punch it or shuriken it. And uh, this is very impressive. A little blue ribbon right on the front. Very patriotic. Packaged beautifully. It is packaged beautifully and it is smoking beautifully right now so this is the cigar it is a full-bodied cigar yeah this is no lightweight this is an all dominican puro that's so cool it's yeah. actually even more than that it's, it's more puro it's even more puro er more pure more pure <laughs> more puro er this is a uh, part of the united cigar retailers cigar they have their regular uh, box press line and then uh, each year they're going to have a limited release this is 500 wheels of 50 that have been produced. This box is number whatever it is. I'll 79 of 500. 79 of 500. And um, instead of putting a round cap on the cigar, the cap is a little star. So you look through the window, and as, as American, as patriotic as we can get, there's 50 stars, just like uh, the uh, American flag, right? You haven't even lit it. I haven't even lit it. <laughs> you haven't even cut it, and you're choking. It is full-bodied. It is a, uh, as I say, a Dominican Puro. The closest thing I could uh, probably... You know, what is it like type of thing? I'll tell you what it's like. What's it like? It's like early, early Opus X when it used to come into the store and it was ready to go phenomenal. That's what it's like. I would say it's it's Opus X-ish. But not the price. No, not the price. $5.99. Come on. No cigar band on it. The packaging is beautiful, though. The little star cap on it. But five dollars and ninety-nine cents times fifty, it's up there, and uh, t- to buy a whole wheel is two sixty. Yeah, for a wheel. So uh, it's one size. This is a Churchill 
seven by fifty. So isn't it nice to smoke a cigar that, that's a 50-ring gauge instead of yeah. these thicker cigars? Although it, it almost seems skinny. I've smoked, yeah. <laughs> I've smoked a million of these and not one Mighty Mighty Maduro yet. Okay. Chuck, you may not get one when we smoke it. I'll just smoke yours today. So we're lighting up. As I say, it's cool watering. I'll tell you something about it. that you you gotta, you got to heat the thing up. you got to get it cooking. Um, it, it's... Uh, Outside leaf is a, is dense because it's Dominican wrapper, and the thing about Dominican wrapper is the burning of a Dominican wrapper, outside wrapper. You gotta you gotta heat the thing yeah, up. Yeah, you gotta get it going. What's great about this cigar, if you use it as a golf cigar, if you're the kind of person that can handle the the strength factor, and it's full bodied. I could never golf with this thing. You can't golf anyway. Because I can't golf. <laughs> this, this cigar, the wrapper can hold up to being picked up and put down and picked oh, up yeah. and put down. It's a very hardy wrapper. Right. And um, I, and I got to give all the uh, um, kudos to uh, Carlos Fuente Jr., who uh, was the uh, the one that kind of invented Dominican wrapper. Everybody said it couldn't be done. They did it with Opus X. And over the years, it is uh, people have figured out the way to end up doing this. Not so. a lot of people use it though. No, no. So you got um, Ashton VSG. You don't have many choices, and they and they tend to all be full of bodied cigars because the wrapper is hardy and yeah, full the wrapper's the wrapper's robust for sure. So not my cup of tea because it's too strong for me. And you don't drink tea, you. and I don't drink tea. Um, you so, don't play golf. You don't drink tea. You just so Chuck, you you were saying that um they're chatting on the chat box about the Olympics opening ceremony. Yes, sir. Yes, that, sir. That was bizarro. Woo! Bizarro last night. I turned it on, and there was a bunch of little kids in hospital beds. I thought I was watching the wall. Yeah. <laughs> I did. Crazy stuff going on, and then all of a sudden, Mary Poppins comes flying down. Not one Mary Poppins. There must have been 50 Mary Poppins. They all kind of looked alike. Yeah. Uh, this is a sporting event. I don't have like a gigantic inflatable evil villains coming yeah. up off the beds. What does that have to do with anything? Well, you know what it was? No. It was promoting their health care system, their national health care system. So this is a political agenda. Oh, yes. Great. Political You're agenda. You're going to get David again. all upset. Oh, yeah, I was getting upset. Can you, can you just play the game, throw the shot put or whatever is going on? What are they doing right now? They're Archery. Shooting. Archery. They don't have a problem with archery, but <laughs> God, I know, I know. It, but it, the hospital beds, I'm watching it like, did I tune to the right station? I mean, it was crazy. Yeah, I, I stayed for a little while and. Did you see the Mr. Bean? They were talking about the Mr. Yes, Bean. Yes, I did. That was yes, cool. I did. Yeah. I still love that show. Oh, it was great. So there was some good music in it. You know, as it was going, and then when it was getting more bizarre and more bizarre, I, I went on to watch something else, and then I went back a little while later, and I caught the uh, U.S. team with the berets yeah. on. They didn't change it. We told them to. I know they were listening, but there they are wearing the berets and the uh, bacacta clothing and whatever. What are you B- going to do? Bacacta? Bacacta. Did you guys? That's crazy. Did you see the James Bond and Queen entrance, the skydive? No. Oh. I like James Bond. Yeah, it was a new Bond too. Yeah? yeah, yeah. I'm not really, I'm not really into the whole drama side of it. I mean, I'm not even completely sure that I'm into the Olympics at all. Who really cares? I mean, when was the last time that you just for fun picked up a shot put and saw how far you could throw it? 
or grabbed a pole and tried to jump over something. I mean, it's a lot of the sports are very outdated. Yeah. And it, it, you know what? In the winter ones, I like when they rub the ice. In the, what's that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. How, the, does, uh, how does curling, curling. curl <laughs> an Olympic curling. event? We should start a curling team. Where would you do it? Uh, I guess an ice rink or on a yeah. lake. or That's the craziest thing, huh? Oh, show up with a rock, throw it on the ice, <laughs> and then sweep in front of it and hope that it goes further into the target. Yeah. Jamaican bobsled team. Oh, yeah. I saw that movie. Yep. Cool Runnings. Cool Runnings. Great, great movie. Yeah. Feel the rhythm. Feel the rhyme. Kiss my egg. <laughs> what the heck was that all about? Anyway, so, uh, yeah, we're, we're talking United. We're talking America. We're, the Olympics. I'm trying to stay in theme here. So uh, to all my fellow Americans out there in the great United States, is the United States the greatest country on earth? With sadness in my heart. I have to tell you, we are not number one. In what? We are not number one. We're number one. No, we're not. In what? We can't keep a job. The U.S. Department of Labor says Americans will have 10 to 14 different jobs by the time they're 38 years old. Yep. How many jobs have you had, Jared? Twelve jobs. All right, that's one off. Right. 10 to 14. Right. I think he's false. I think I've had eight. I lost it, count. <laughs> it's not what it's not what it was for sure. Did you know that 25% of India's population with the highest IQ is greater than the entire population of the U.S.? Wow. So they're smarter than us. India, India has more honor students. Hang on a second. I disagree with that because every single time you call in to get customer service or, or support, they outsource it to India, and they never know what they're talking about. They, they're told to do exactly what they're told to do. Which Confuse is, us even yeah, more? whatever. India has more honor students than Americans have children in school. True. All this is true. <laughs> he got it. So how's this one? China will soon become the number one English-speaking country in the world. See, I would say that that's China bowing down to us because they know we're better than they are. They're going to learn our language. But they all know Chinese, too. Yeah, who cares? Well, who not, cares? Who cares? I'm not traveling to the, China, and if they come here, they better be able to speak my language. Otherwise, who cares no is dice. the whole problem with this country. Who cares? Mm. We, it, it looks like we stop caring. Well, what difference does it make to me if Chinese people speak English? Good. Then they'll be able to... Buy stuff from us. We have lost and we continue to lose our number one status is the point of this. We're now number four in the labor force. We're now number four in exports out of the country. That's not bad. We used to be number one. Right, We're number that's four. Bad. That's bad. We're number three in household income. And in literacy, where do you think we stand in literacy? Two. Number seven. Ugh. This is not good. This is not good. Well, you're helping with that one because you really don't read good either. You're right. In overall education, where are we? Overall education. We get the best colleges, don't we? We have the best education well, in the world, the United travels, States. Everyone travels here. Everybody does, right? So we must be number one. Number two, where are we? 16. Number I, 20. Oh, 20. I tried guessing. In overall low. education. How about in math? Number 27. <laughs> Number 27 in math. You're number 20, Number 22 in science. 
So Who's keeping score? I'm keeping score. In life expectancy. So we know what's going on because we, we know that you got to stop smoking. We know you got to stop drinking sugary things. So we must be way up there in life expectancy. We must live longer than anybody in any country, right? So what are we? Number one? What would you guess? I would hope in the top five. We got 30 over there, 25 over here. What do you got? Uh, well, yeah, let's say five. Number 49. Number 49 life expectancy. So we're doing nothing right. Wow. So don't continue to do what's wrong over and over and expect different outcome. That's the definition of insanity. It right absolutely there. is. It's like buying crappy cigars online. We're number two in something. <laughs> we're number two in something. We're number two in the fattest nation in the world. We're number two. And if we could gain a little weight, then maybe we can be number one at well, something. We but we're not catch, even number one at that. We, maybe we could catch up to Samoa, who has to be number one. Or uh, Japan. They got some bubbles. We in invented Japan. the Internet, yet this country with the most Internet... Pe- what is the country with the most Internet penetration? What is the country Hang with on, the China? Is that porn? China. Everything. Most internet porn? I'm going China just on population. It's Bermuda. Bermuda? Bermuda. What? What number are we? Don't we own Bermuda? No. No. Britain. Sort of. So what are we? Number two? Top five? Internet present. Internet um, penetration. Penetration. I didn't know there was that many porn sites in Bermuda. I would think that who does not have internet in the United States? I have it on my phone. I have it on my computer. When I get my iPad, I'll have it. That's penetration right there. So that's one. That's you. The answer is 19. U.S. is number 19 in Internet penetration. Listen, we don't pay our bills. I wouldn't lend us money. Would you? This is the greatest country in the world. I wouldn't lend it a dime. Either would you. We make up 5% of the world's population and 25% of the world's prisoners. How do you like that? I like it, actually. You like it? I do. We lead in a couple of things. We're number one in incarcerated citizens per capita. And we're number one in defense spending. Wow. We have no money, but we're spending like crazy. Wow. But you know what? We discovered more, we cured more, and we're the most charitable, giving, caring people in the world. We are number one at that, and I love this country for that. But we need to go back to where it once was. We need to bring where the chain it isn't gangs back. Don't you know that's the sound of the men working on the chain? There's too many people in the prisons now. Gang. And half the people are in they prison for smoking pot or something. They wouldn't be in prison if they had to work every day building highways. It would be not like a vacation. It would be like their vacuum cleaner. It would suck. Listen, we got to get it back the way it used to be. we got to be the number one country in the world. Yeah. Uh, we're not. That's all there is to it. And I hear people say it all the time. Well, it's the greatest country in the world. At what? Well, I'm a reporter on cigars. I'm not a reporter on politics. So I can say, vote the bum out and vote someone in that's going to be able to run the country like a business. Do something. See, I had to relight the cigar because I did all that talking. And I'm getting heated up just reading the, the facts that I wrote. I'm going to put this on the blog because this is these, Good. Are, the, these are the facts. It's the facts, Jack. So I'm going to keep this. I'm going to put it on the blog. And speaking of the blog, <clears throat> we touched on it last week. Um, we're giving away a box of cigars, M80s. I would love to win this. 
Um, here's the lineup. Cigar Authority's Back of the Band Contest, and you'll see this right on the on the blog site. It's the Back of the Band Contest. We have over 200 people participating in this, so if you haven't sent in your guesses, you need to do it because there's a couple of people that are close. I'm not saying anything. Don't give away anything of what's going on. Give it away. Give it away. I'll tell you, I walk in, in the stores, and there's people standing there at the register and say, did you get my thing? How close was I? Where was I at? And I'm not saying anything. Uh, I'll say I'll say something uh, when this thing is over, and it's over pretty shortly. Um, the back of the, Yeah, the back of the band contest, we lined up 27 cigars, and all you do is see the back of the cigars, and you'll see it on there. And if you click the picture on it, the picture gets bigger. You click on it again, it gets even bigger. So you can kind of zoom in and look. Look at uh, the photographs are pretty good. You can uh, can tell what it is, but they're tough. Um, name as many as you can with the numbers of the cigars. I got to say that also because some people just gave me a list of names of cigars. Please, number one, this is what it is. Number two, you know. Don't, don't put them out of order. It's going to take too long to go through each one of these things. But put the number and then put the, the brand of cigars. And you don't have to go crazy. If if the brand is Davidoff, you can just say Davidoff. You don't have to say Davidoff Special R, you know, Torpedo, any. You Rudy, know, you Rudy, Rudy, Rudy. Why? I want Rudy to guess and I want him to win. Okay. Um, size are not necessary, but if you want to show off, I appreciate it. If you, if you know exactly what it is, just for uh, extra credit but yeah, whip it out the person who names the most wins what do they win they win the prize a box of tatuaje m80 cigars the m80 cigar by pete johnson was a collaboration cigar in 2011 with me and uh um it was an encore of the don Papine firecracker again me only 333 boxes were produced and all but a few sold out in just two days. Well, you kept right off the bat. You kept some for yourself. Right. So I got a pile, a little stockpile myself. Um, those aren't for sale. Those are for giveaways. So uh, here's one box being given away. The cigars are unavailable for sale at any price. So here's a small print. The contest runs from now till 12 noon Eastern time on Tuesday, July 31st. That's this Tuesday. Whoever gets the most correct, one guess per person, wins a box of M80s. In the case of a tie, it will be split, and the empty box goes to the one that answered first. So let's assume, uh, I think it's a box of 12 or 15. I think it's 12. I'm I think it's sure. 15. I just opened it. It's 15. Yeah? 15. Yeah. Okay, so one person's going to get eight. That'll be the person that answered correctly in the empty box. The other person would get seven. Let's assume three people won. They'd get five each, and the empty box would go to the person who answered correctly, depending on how it gets broken up. Fifteen people all guessed correctly. They all get, get one. one, and the person that answered correctly gets the empty box, um, if that's the way that goes. But if somebody answers all of them correctly, Contest 27 out of 27, the first to do so wins it all. No Has anyone done it yet? I can't answer that question. No employees of the Cigar Authority, United Cigar Retails, or their family are allowed to participate. That means you, Jonathan. Some of our customers have tried pumping me for information, and I give them nothing. And all decisions of the Cigar Authority are final. So check it out. Just having a little fun with a box of cigars. Uh, go do it just to, to see if you, what, if you are the Cigar Authority. What decision could you make and it not be final? I mean, do you have to put that? I don't know. I'm going to make I, a decision. I stole it off of some other. <laughs> and it's not going to be final? Competition, and they you, wrote it You there. win, and then, oh, I changed my mind. Send the box back. You don't win. It's not final. 
I don't know. I found that yeah, a little, I, have to re, I have to relight. A little silly. You talk a lot. This cigar in particular, though, because you got to you got to you got to babysit it. You got to stay with it. Uh, it's thick wrapper. I want to give you the heads up right right away. Worth <clears throat> trying. Worth buying. Five dollars and ninety nine cents. But stay well, on top of it. We talk about voting with our wallet all the time, and I like the cigar enough that I purchased a wheel, and it's sitting in my humidor. Can you imagine Aging. that in four years? Yeah, man. With a year on it. With, yeah. a, with a thing that's never been I'm done. actually regretting telling people about the Essencias because it means I can't smoke them. Why can't you smoke them? Because we'll run out. Oh, of that? Of that oh, one, yeah. yeah. I actually may buy I may buy a bunch and just sit on them. So I know uh, some people are on the, on the chat box mentioning the election, too. I yeah. mentioned we're 100 days away from the biggest election of our time. This is it. We haven't even picked a vice president yet uh, in running who that's going to be. Um, I say uh, Marco Rubio out of Florida would be good. Yeah. Um, he's got the you don't Hispanic want vote. Palin? No. <laughs> no. If, if, if there was a woman and they mentioned uh, Condoleezza Rice, um, that would be interesting. Only because, you know, they, they think that the Republicans are uh, not for black people or whatever. And, you know, that would kind of take that right away. That would take it and, away, and for they, sure. And the woman vote and all that stuff. But she don't even want the gig anyway. She's got going on, though. I mean, she's a smart chick. Oh, very, very. Um, so we're looking forward to the election anyway, whichever way it comes out. And uh, the folks at Davidoff, we talked with them, and I said, I'd like to do an election night cigar dinner uh, to actually have everybody together, Democrats, Republicans, whatever. We all get together. So we're putting it together, and it's going to be Tuesday, November 6th. That's election day. And we're going to do it at Salvatore's Restaurant in Lawrence, 6 p.m. till the winners are called. It's a elegant five-course dinner, three premium Davidoff cigars. Big screen TVs will be there to view the election results as it happens. You're going to mix and mingle with Republicans and Democrats alike and celebrate either way when the results come in. We're going to have some fun with it. We're all Americans. That's the point. We're all cigar smokers, so that's that's what we're going to do. So uh, tickets are $100 to go to the event, but we're running a special by before the Republican National Convention. So that, that would be before August 26th. That's when it's going to happen. By before August 26th, it's just $79. After that, it's back to 100 little special because it's a ways away off right now. Some people aren't thinking about it. You want to buy in. You want to lock in to say you're there. You're going to save yourself 21 bucks. Nice. Which would be the uh, drinking age right now until somebody changes that, right? <laughs> Till Brookline has a vote. Till Brookline ends up voting on it. So that is that. And, uh, hey, give a try to the to the band contest. And also, listen, I, I get lots of uh, emails, uh, you know, talking about the show and things we should do. If you think of a little contest or something you think would be cool, uh, this idea of the back of the band thing, uh, Mike Havey listening to the two guys in Salem on Fridays or something, he'd give me a cigar and say, uh, show me the back of the band and say, hey, what's this? And then I would smoke it. And then I started putting on my Facebook, David yeah. Garofalo, G-A-R-O-F-A-L-O, Facebook me. And every Friday I'd put a little something on there. And people would guess and they'd get it pretty quick and uh, with one. And um, they would say, hey, what did I win? And I said, you didn't win anything. You know, I'm just doing this. And everybody, hey, what did I win? What did I win? So we put it together and made it a little difficult. Now you 20, win something. You win something. But the... Well, you put you put 27 bands because it's our 27th anniversary. Right. 
Absolutely. That's called a segue. That's when you jump on it, and then you start talking about the 27th anniversary, releasing 27 oh, tickets. Oh, yeah. Okay, because we That's... tried to do that last week, and we didn't do it. So we uh, we actually sold all the tickets pretty fast this year, as we do every year. But this year we said later on, new customers come in and stuff, and they say, oh, geez, I would have loved to go gone, and I didn't know about it, and blah, 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 blah. So we saved 27 tickets. And we said, let's put these 27 tickets aside, and let's wait a while, and then all of a sudden uh, release the, the extra tickets. So we have 27 tickets. I don't think we sold a one yet. I sold Did you? Two. Sold two? So we have 25 tickets left. The 27th anniversary is September 27th, and it's 400 people, and it's 400 prizes. The top prize, everybody that goes there wins a prize. First off, you walk in, you're going to get 12 cigars right away. You get your money back. Uh, it is a sit-down dinner. It'll be a fantastic dinner from the people at Salvatore's. Nope. I'm sorry, the Burroughs. The Burroughs and Haverhill. Thank you. Um, you wrote this all out. You just have to read it and then I have all I the information. No, I didn't. I don't have it. You've written it multiple times. Right. So I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm re- you should recalling. remember that. I'm recalling. You're going to go in. You're going to get a bag full of goodies. You're going to get your money back when you walk through the door cocktail hour then you come in and there's going to be music and there's going to be uh, my favorite comedian. dj will be playing right there's going to be a comedian sit down dinner and cigar celebrities everywhere everywhere they're flying in i don't want to start reading them off because i'll forget some of them and they'll say how come you mentioned him and not me but the cigar celebrities like are better. up and i'll tell you to get these guys all together in one room very politically tough to do yeah. because they're competitors with each other and they they like to do their own event as opposed to the event yeah. with everybody but they're gracious enough uh, to end up doing it with me, so it's awesome to have them. And it's the who's who in cigar celebrity status that, that, that attend this. As the night goes on, people will be eliminated. They will win prizes. There's lots and lots of prizes. There's 400 of them. Good. And the prizes get better and better as the night goes on. That they do. And as you get to the end, uh, the prize is a sensational lots of sports memorabilia, fantastic stuff. And the grand prize is a pair of tickets, season tickets to the New England Patriots for this coming year. So No uh, coincidence that Chuck is the radio producer of the Patriots. Which uh, you have some changes there, right? Yeah, man. Yep. What do you got? Gino Capaletti announcing his retirement. Yeah. Gino was a former player and yep. coach with the Patriots and broadcaster. And, uh, you know, he's a legend. He's a legend for sure. He announced sure. his retirement. So and he's a cigar smoker. He is. Yeah. Yeah. Golfer, cigar smoker, yeah, American. And has he been replaced? Yeah, he has. I'm not sure if the announcements were made, but you can hear it here on the Cigar Authority. My money is on Scott Solak. Okay. Oh, that would be a nice choice. Yeah, he's good. He's good. He's very good. So we'll look for that. And um, I have uh, last uh, Patriots game I ever saw. I was a little kid, and I went and saw the Boston Patriots. That's yeah, the last time sure. I Where did they play then? Fenway? <laughs> no, it wasn't Fenway. Harvard? Nope. I don't remember. All right. I was little, little kid. Anyway, um, so I haven't been since. But one of the games is going to happen before we get, before September 27th. So I will be going. And this is row six oh. on the 25-yard line. So please. You're going to go to a game? I'm going to, to that game. Nice. So it'll be my first time going anyway. I'm not going to let the tickets go to waste. So I'm going to go see what it's about. So I can intelligently talk about it on the stage that night and explain uh, how cool the seats are and whatever. But row six, 25-yard line. So uh, I'll see you. Yes. Yeah? Yes. Good. Good. So what else we got on here? Do we, do we? Can we actually see you, or are you up in the booth? No, you'll see me. I'll be in the field. 
Oh, you can hold a little thingy? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Do they kick you out of the booth? What's going on with that? I rotate sometimes, but I'll, I like to be on the field, especially early in the season when it gets colder and rainy. Like a I'll baseball game, can you throw me a ball or anything? Does any of that happen? I'll try. Yeah. <laughs> you ever been tackled accidentally by someone? No, like knock wood. The... Knock wood. I think everybody else has. But that would be really? awesome. Yeah. That would hurt. Break something. They just take you oh, out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You see the camera guys? Oh. Take it out. Unconscious. That would hurt. Anyway, uh, I got lots more stuff to talk about, so let's let's go to break uh, and get the stuff together. When we come back, uh, other events filling up our calendar, promotions, and uh, the industry tra- trade show just a few days away. I'll look at my calendar, tell you what I got going on and what I'm going to be doing when I get there. Different events and different things going on. We're live here at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. <laughs> the sky is opening. The lights are coming out. And we're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a few minutes. You're listening to the Cigar Authority. (laughs) This is the oddest bumper music I've ever heard. On the United Cigar Retailers Radio (laughs) Network. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? You think you got it? Okay, do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are. Oh yeah, so smooth. And oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But oh yeah, they're delicious too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say, it's La Giana Havana. Oh yeah. In 1962, the U.S. signed the embargo, pronouncing all Cuban products illegal and un-American. For almost 50 years, the U.S. was without a comparable substitute. In 2011, the Cigar Agency releases Ortsak Bulletproof 1962, a Dominican handmade cigar designed to go head-to-head against Castro and his infamous cigars. Today, the Cigar Agency commissioned Hendrik Keltner's A-Team to bring you Ortsak Bulletproof. In the cigar world, the forbidden fruit is Castro's Cuban cigars. The fact is, the moment you light your first Cuban cigar is the moment you've been had. If you're looking for a cigar that delivers construction, draw and price, maybe this time you should try an Ortsak Bulletproof. With the introduction of Ortsak, everything Castro was now backwards. Ortsak is Castro spelled backwards. Ortsak is what you expect a good Cuban cigar to taste like. Only better. It is the cigar of the year. The new Ortsak Bulletproof 1962. Reigniting passion in the world of premium cigars and redefining who we are as cigar smokers and Americans. Castro hates Ortsak, but you will love them. Hi, this is Jonathan. Jonathan, this is Losers Anonymous. Please, don't give out your full name. It's anonymous. What seems to be the problem? I just can't stop buying trashy cigars on the internet. I keep getting these offers for this crap, and I just can't stop buying it. My humidor is filled with this junk, and I can't even smoke it. 
That's insane. Why do you keep doing the same thing over and over and expect something different? It's the pictures. They look so good, but the cigars are always terrible. I guess they are seconds for a reason, huh? I guess so, Jonathan, but just stop the insanity. I can't. I just can't pass up a deal. It's no deal if the cigars are bad, is it? You're right, but... But nothing. You may not be a loser, Jonathan. You might just be stupid, but I have an option for you. It's cartel. Hey, I might be a loser. I may even be stupid, but I'm a law-abiding, cigar-smoking citizen. I'm not getting into anything that's illegal. No, cartel isn't Cuban or anything illegal in any way. Cartel is an affordable cigar brand. It's something that competes with those closeout brands, but it's no closeout. It's a very affordable brand, Jonathan, out of Colombia, and it's a great everyday cigar for very little money. Don't be stupid. Smoke cartel. Cartel cigars are handmade cigars out of Colombia for a little over a buck a stick. Don't be stupid. Don't be Jonathan. Smoke cartel. He reads the dictionary just for fun. He finds the minutiae of tax preparation enthralling. Years ago, at an open mic night, he was paid just to leave. He is the only man to win a staring contest with the Statue of Liberty. He is so uninteresting to women, he was forced to open a cigar shop to sell to men. He's not even a legend in his own mind. He finds himself boring. His family barely pays attention to him, and his mother refers to him as, Hey you, he is David Garofalo, the least interesting man in the cigar world. Not since Zeno Davidoff has a cigar retailer had a brand named after him. The man himself may be a bore, but the cigar isn't. Garofalo is a premium handmade luxury cigar using U.S. shade wrapper and a blend of Nicaraguan fillers and binder. Complex and very interesting. Garofalo may be the most interesting cigar in the world. It once won a longest ash contest without even being lit. You don't light a Garofalo, it lights you. Its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe. It has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal as a Maduro, except it's perfect as it is. I always smoke cigars, and when I do, I prefer Garofalo. Keep smoking Garofalo, my friends. We're here asking people from all around the world what they think about Equilibrium cigars. Let's hear from cigar smokers on the golf course in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, what they think of the new Equilibrium cigars. Mm -hmm. How about outside this biker bar in Sturgis, South Dakota, what they think of the new well-balanced Equilibrium cigars. Next, let's see what race car drivers in Indianapolis, Indiana, think of the new, well-balanced and medium-bodied taste of Equilibrium brand cigars. Mm-hmm. Now, how about this mime troupe from New York City, New York? How about what a famous cigar-smoking movie star thinks of the new, medium-bodied, tasty, and well-balanced Equilibrium cigars? Smoke it once, and you'll be back. Mmm. How about this monster over here? What does he think of the new medium-bodied, tasty, and well-balanced Equilibrium cigars? You're incorrigible. Equilibrium cigars, a new, well-balanced, medium-bodied cigar that everyone can enjoy. If you can't beat him, join him. That's right. We're going to do this every time. And we're back uh, with the Cigar Authority. and. Uh, 
Yeah, what? I'm just confused about the bumper going out. It just kind of took me by surprise. Thank you. Yeah, that had to be something with the uh, Olympics. Olympics. Maybe, yeah? Yeah. Was it? Must have been. It wasn't that bump, 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 It was from Rudy, guys. Oh, that was from Rudy. Rudy, that was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it must have been the Canadian Olympics. Rudy for Rudy. <laughs> is, it, is it Canadian Olympics? I think the Olympics is all of the countries. It's not Including Canada? Olymp- yeah, Canada gets the play, too. They get the play? Okay. All right, so you're off to the IPCPR trade show. Yes. And what? like everything you do. Leaving Wednesday. You do months and months of homework to go in and be a machine and order what you got to order, avoid the people you got to avoid, hang with the people you got to hang. You get invited to everyone's party that happens afterwards. And wh- there's wh- only so many hours in a day. There's only so, so much you can get so done. So much you can get. And, you know, I'm, I, I want to go for. Uh, I, I spend a lot of money when I go there, and that, that's part of it. And you got to see the new things and all that stuff. But they have seminars and things that are there early on. So I'm going to fly in on Wednesday, in the, in the uh, so that I'll already be there because early in the morning on Thursday starts seminars, and one of them's on social media. I want to learn how to do the hashtags, yep. hashtag on yep. the thing because I'm there on. Because I told you how to do it already. You just make the little hashtag, and then you write the thing, and you're all set. Why though? For trending. Facebook and Twitter recognize trends. So if multiple people pick Facebook, up on that trend, if, if you are a Facebook friend, I show up on your feed. Period. But well, they, let's say, let's say, you know, I'm not following you, but I want to learn about something, you know, cigar related. I want to see what people are talking about with cigars. I could search the hashtag cigars, and you would come up. Anyway, exactly. If you use that hashtag. All right, so I have to do that. You have to do that. All right, so I'm going to do that. I'm I'm there as cigar spotlight right now. Right. Um, and I'm Mr. Jonathan DJ. You can follow me at Mr. Jonathan DJ on Twitter. On Twitter. Follow me on Twitter. But like Dave, what I'll do, right? I have the Vision Board app. I have a I have a Twitter account for the Vision Board. I'll search the hashtag Vision Board, and I'll either follow people to make them aware of me and my brand for the Vision Board, or if I'm posting something about visualization or goal setting, I'll end it with the hashtag Vision Board. You know what I don't understand though? Anything about anything having to do with computers. <laughs> so once we get past that, yeah. no. It's not like on Facebook you're having a conversation with people and it connects to it. Correct. You don't see that. Right. So I, you, you can't respond to somebody. You can. You definitely can. You can. You can send direct messages back and forth. No, but I want to just. I want to. Like you were saying, somebody's on your vision on vision board, not right. yours. Right. You, you want to let them know about yours, so somebody says, "Oh, thing," and you can say, "My vision board does this," but you can't. Unless I send them a direct message times thousands of people right so the goal like with my username vision board app it hopefully gets them thinking oh there's an app for a vision board it's not just a physical offline thing and with facebook this is why it's better facebook is recognizing trends so let's say during christmas is the best example they they got that from twitter i'll have a thousand friends commenting about christmas and it'll facebook will lump them all in and say you have 1,000 friends talking about Christmas. Yeah. Where does it say that? On your news feed. It says you have 1,000 people talking about this? Yeah. On your Facebook news feed? Yeah. Yeah. We've, you and I have gone over this <laughs> countless times. 
should I do I have to write it down and distribute it to all three of your stores and wow. all three of your employees so that you'll read it? See, wow. Full, full circle. <laughs> he takes what I banged him before and he brings it to me. He doesn't understand how this works. <laughs> he doesn't understand this. <laughs> he thinks this, but not this. Aha. Uh-huh. So it's this. It's this. It's not this. It's not this. It really is this. Yeah. Is what you'd like. This. Yeah. All right. So anyway, uh, <laughs> that's the first I thing is to make sure I go to all these seminars so I can learn. Is there a, is there a particular booth that you go to first? Yeah, good question. Where do you go first? Well, it's interesting what the manufacturers try for you to do. They run specials on the first day. They run specials the first three hours. They try to make appointments with you. Because the idea is to take all your money. Sure. Let you spend all your money before you get to their competitors. Remember, they're all budget. They're all competitors. Right. So I go in with a budget, and they're going to try to take as much as they can or don't. They don't want me going to them on the fourth day, and I'm running out of money, and I go, oh, you know, I really can't do much. Just give me a little of this, and we'll skip that for now or something. No, they want it first. As they should. Are so, you are you business with your budget or are you government? In other words, do you try to come in under your budget or do you try to spend every single dollar of it? Well, I try to spend my budget. My budget is my budget, and I and I, do I go over? Yes. You do. But I go over of money I have. I don't spend what I don't have, <laughs> which is non-government. But um, if there's something right, if the deal that's 100% government, they spend all the money they don't have. If the deal is right, they can persuade me into buying more than I expected to to buy because the deal is that good. Then I can offer that deal to my customer, and that customer will buy more, and therefore it's going to end up working. Because this has to work every way. It has to work for the manufacturer, has to work for us, the retailer, and then it has to work for the consumer. If any of those three things it doesn't work for, the whole thing doesn't work. So if, if the guy's giving me too good of a deal that he can't make money, and I buy a whole bunch of it, the company's going to go out of business, and it becomes a closeout, and it's over. I've seen it happen. Mm. The deal is too sensational, and that's it. And I go, you can't be making any money here. This isn't working. Well, we're just trying to get recognized and all this stuff. You're dead because you're going to come out with it later on. You're going to have to raise the the, the price considerably, and that customer's going to say, the thing used to be $50. Now you're $100. I'm not buying it. Well, it's worth $100, isn't it? Yeah, but I was paying 50 so there's no way I'm going to pay 100 So that doesn't work on that end. And I'll pass on a sensational deal like that because it's it's going to be one and done. Uh, the deal ends up working out, and it looks like it works for them and it works for me. I have to project and say, okay, here's my mock-up. Here's what I'm going to sell it for. Are people going to buy it for that amount of money? And then it's a guess. You know, it's an educated guess, but I'm not batting a 1,000. There's no way. That's why you see the... So the booths are this elaborate thing. I'm imagining some of them maybe have mazes. you got to walk through to get to yeah, the guy. Yeah. And it's just a crazy amount of real estate taken up. When you blog, will you take some photos? Yeah. yeah. Do you get drawn in as a retailer? Do you get drawn in by the wow factor of a booth? Or are you going? Are you looking at the name? I Let's almost, say Davidoff. I go to every booth. So I'm, I'm going to be there from beginning to end. I'm there for a week. You go in. And you're there, the first. You're the first person there. Yep. Someone's not at their booth. Are they out? Yeah. Gone. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I'll give you a heads up on that. Absolutely. Listen, this, these things. We we have breakfast cigar dinners at 8 a.m. And then at two in the morning, there's a cocktail party going, going on somewhere and stuff. 
So it's trying. It's it's a tough nonstop type of thing. I'm not going on vacation, believe me. I'm doing the opposite of, as as vacation. I come back and I can't wait to come back to work so I can rest because it's it's so nonstop. But keeping in the back of my mind that I got to get up tomorrow morning and it's back into the grind of this thing. So, you know, I, I tend to break out of the parties early and I'm not the guy that's there, you know, the last time. carb up? Is it like a workout for you? I carb up every day. But that's <laughs> that's, that's, me. that's why Char- I look the way I look. Yeah. Question from Charlie. Do the uh, booth babes have any influence? Yeah, you know, years ago they used to be uh, out there at every booth. Everybody used them because they... they thought it had a big value to it over the years you saw it become less and less and less because like anything else it comes down to the cigar it doesn't matter how pretty the girl was that i ended up buying it if it doesn't work all the way through and we've all made the mistake and then you end up having it and you know you know i'm a cigar geek i go over and talking to the girl and she doesn't know what yeah what she's talking about she loses her hotness immediately. Right. All of a sudden, she's, she's dropping down on the scale. Uh, so I see far, far less of that than, than years ago. During the cigar boom, oh, my God. They must have had a, they had to bring them in from other states. There were so many. I mean, it was crazy. So it becomes less and less of that. Uh, you know, what you'll see is uh, a booth will be very, very crowded, a certain booth. And then you know this must be something hot over here and then you have to actually say are all these people wrong or is this a, a trend that this is the retailer believing that this is what see, it is what i would do if i had a booth is i would hire like 30 people to stand in line fake people that's standing in line and then it's like because a, it does attract when you see that's when you see oh something must be going on yeah over there. it's crowded this, boom and then and then oh. the, in the empty booth you feel funny when you walk oh into an david empty it's you you can come to the front of the line in front of all these people Go ahead. Interesting. Hey, you know what what it is, though? It is them versus me. This is how I look at it when I go there. They have their best sales force. They're out to sell me more than I want to spend. They're trying to get every dollar out of they can out of me. Hey, I'm going there because I'm in the business, and I need the product, and I'm, I'm there for it. But I want to spend less. I don't want to pay so much. I want to not buy too much that uh, I'm overstocked, yet I want to have enough because you know my – theory here pile them high watch them fly we buy We're a lot in the of business it. to sell cigars and you can't sell it if you don't have right it. so it's a balancing act believe me and uh when i go back to the room after the trade show was done which is 5 p.m i go back i regroup i lay my stuff out and then i look and say oh you know i shouldn't have did this or i you know you start having buyer's remorse yeah. as it's going on you got a chance to go down there and make changes if you have to the next day boy they hate that yeah they hate that but so i, I try not to do a lot of that but um, the opening gala, which is Thursday night, um, there'll be an auction. That's where the auctions happen and stuff. How, how I uh, last year I got um, uh, Elysion to come to the store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I what do they auction off? Um, things that you can't buy, like um, the guy from Elysion. Yeah. They don't do in-store promotions, so it was an auction. And if you want to get him to come to your store, you bid on the auction. The money goes to help the lobbying effort and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So I overbid on it. And, Got it. you know, uh, later on I went over to his booth and said, uh, uh, when are you coming to my store? And he says, you know, I don't do those events. And I pulled out the little <laughs> card that I said, I bought you, you know. And <laughs> everybody's for sale. I own you now. I like what Charlie says. He says, Dave's right. It's not a vacation. Oh. Yes, you drink, but it's to numb the pain. Yeah. 
your, your feet. And, and I stand on my feet all day long, but it's even worse. And you do some... not stay on your feet all day long. You're so full of baloney. Not anymore. <laughs> do you have a booth? No. Did you used to? Never. Never had a booth. I go around, but there is a big mail order company. I'll say it. Thompson's. So uh, the folks in Thompson's were up uh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Come visit the store again. And uh, they have six booths. Six? And they don't sell anything to, to stores. But the manufacturer goes to their booth. So they don't have to go walk the show. So they go to them. How cool is that? Wow. That's awesome. Someday. That, that's what I can thrive to do someday. That, you know, they, they'll come to me. That's pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. But it, I'm far, far away from that anyway. But it is a uh, it is uh, a walk fest. There's a lot of walking. I end up uh, I'm be- beginning to end every single day. I want to see everything, and then I got the last day. I run around to see what I missed. We talk to each other in the hallways and say, Hey, what did you see? Did you see something? You know, and you got competitors out there, so I don't know yeah. if they want to hold it close to the, themselves and not let it out or something. But uh, getting the information and say, I, I can't smoke them all. That's the thing. Do you socialize? You go to parties? I know we got invitations from J.C. Newman to go to their cocktail party. Are you going to go to that, for I'm example? Go, I'm going to go. I'm going to go to that. I'm going to go to the Davidoff dinner because the Davidoff dinner, which I want to mention if i got time here. Yeah. i got a little bit. Uh, they're doing something really unique for the retailers, and I love the idea of it. Um, they want to honor the cigar retailer because the manufacturer gets honored at different things that happen. The... Um, what is it? The uh, Cigar Journal. Yeah. They, they do a thing um, and recognize uh, the manufacturers. So the Cigar Aficionado. They do a black tie event to recognize the manufacturers. No one ever does anything to recognize the retailer. And the retailer, let me tell you, the brick and mortar retailer is the most important segment of this whole thing. And never been any recognition to them. And this is the first time Davidoff is doing something called the Golden Band Awards. They're giving awards um, for the best merchandiser. They're giving awards for the best performance. Wait, performance? Performance. Uh, honors a retailer uh, with the highest level of Davidoff brand purchases. Oh, all right. That, when you said performance, I was thinking, like, do we do dog and pony shows? Are they evaluating us at the 27th anniversary? That's a performance. That's a performance. Uh, growth award, the highest growth. Uh, Industry service award, which is uh, very cool. Uh, that is uh, somebody who is... Um, in in the industry through legislative and regulations and things like that. Um, So we have uh, some nominees for that, Appointed Merchant of the Year, and the Zeno Davidoff Legacy Award, which is uh, honors the retailer who stood among over the years as champion of what premium cigars and premium cigar retailing is all about. Have I been the manager long enough to win that one? You have not. Okay. So uh, over all the years, both months. Yes. So... But, uh, I have to put in a couple more years to get that one. Um, I'm honored to say I've been nominated for two of the awards. Thank you very much. You're yeah. welcome. I nominated you. No, you did not. But uh, <laughs> it, it's... Uh, That's cool. Just to say that they're doing something for retailers is more than anything. You know, it's awesome that they're doing it. So Golden Band Awards will watch that. I, I see uh, some of the fine stores that have been nominated. These guys are... Do, you know, and what's supposed to happen here is everybody sees... A retailer doing the right things and all that stuff, and hopefully we copy that and thrive to be better retailers. Right. You know, and give the customer a great experience coming into into our shops. 
All right. Um, next week, we are doing uh, the show that we've already taped, which is the Cigar Association of New Hampshire's first annual golf tournament. Uh, that's what will air on the on uh, next week. Uh, pretty fun show. Yeah. yeah. All the different manufacturers were there. I will be already in um, Orlando at the show. I will blog every chance I get on the uh, Cigar Authority uh, blog site to say what I've seen. CigarAuthority.com. Yeah, and, and, and recap of what I'm seeing uh, to the best I can with the time I have. Oh, you know what I want to do, too, before uh, we, I run out of time? I want to say congratulations to Mike and Becca Ward. Uh, Mike oh, has worked yeah. for me for about 10 years now. Uh, just had a baby girl this week, Kelsa. Yep. So uh, congratulations to Mike and Becca uh, with a new new uh, baby and uh, a new member of the family as yeah. far as I'm concerned. So, tiny uh, little thing. I saw tiny, the pictures. Four-pounder. Four yeah. Four-pounder. Less than a five-pound bag of sugar. Just a little <laughs> teeny. You know what a five-pound bag of sugar yeah, is? Yeah, they're not big. This is littler than that. So uh, congratulations to, to those guys and starting their whole world out right now. Um, so uh, moving on, um, I mentioned um, we're doing, um, we have tickets to the 27th anniversary. If you're interested in that, tickets are $200 for that. Believe me, well worth it. I'll give you your money back if you didn't think it was worth it. We have 27 tickets left. Uh, go to 25. Any- 25. Go to any two guys smoke shop and pick up your tickets. It'll be the time of your life, I promise you. Uh, when I we come back, um, not next week, then week after, it'll be the full recap of the trade show, all the new stuff coming out, all the gossip, all the changes. That's going to take industry. us two shows. It does every year. We're yeah. going to have to do show part A and part B because and I want you to find so stuff. I want you to find the craziest name. I already found it, man. <laughs> Last week, we, we were naming some of the things. Pink for men. Yeah. Seriously? It's odd. It's, it's, odd. A, it's a pink band that says Pink for Men. Jonathan, that's Mr. Jonathan. That's. You know what I'll bring? I'll bring back a pile of cigars. And we won't smoke the same cigars. We'll just smoke because I can't smoke them all anyway. So a lot of the times there's only one cigar, and you guys will decide. You did it with swag a couple, yeah. a couple of years yep. ago, and you said, I like it. There was only one sample, and we said we bought it. That was it. And we did good. And how did you do, okay? Yeah, did good. So you can't make any mistakes. And if you do, we got something to talk about. The mistakes there we go. Made, Mr. Right? Jonathan. Mr. Jonathan. Yeah. Mistakes. Uh, okay, so... Uh, I go to Orlando next week. We're going to, at the IPCPR show, we'll have the show on the CANH Golf Tournament, which is a cigar association in New Hampshire, out there to uh, protect our rights here in New Hampshire. Every state needs an organization like this. It was great. We had Nesta Miranda and a ton of cigar celebrities. So actually tune into that show and catch it. It's pretty good. We Uh, also have the Davidoff Tongue Tasting Tour coming up. You can sign up uh, by giving the store a call. We've got a Perdomo Pig Roast. That's August 31st right here in the Seabrook store. Yes. That's going to be a party. Yeah. Lots of events coming up. Lots of promotions. We'll get to all that when we come back. So that's it. That's all the time we have. Thanks for listening to the Cigar Authority, everybody. We're broadcasting live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. And uh, Smoke United. And uh, keep the lid end out of your mouth, please. Do us all a favor. Absolutely. You've been listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network.
Hi, Chuck Morrison here for Desperado Cigars. You know, the economy is down, you hear it all the time, but what can you do about it? Well, not much if you ask me, but you can save a little scratch on your cigars if you're that desperate. Now, I'm no desperate man, but I can still enjoy a Desperado cigar. In this economy, you can still find a cigar that you can cut, light, and enjoy without breaking the bank. Desperado cigars are imported from the fine Dominican Republic and priced for just about a dollar a smoke. Shoot, you can't beat that with a stick. They'll keep the bugs away and your old lady too. Desperado cigars. They taste fine and smoke well. Desperado cigars. Lowest priced national brand in the land. I'm Chuck Morrison for Desperado Cigars. Don't forget to turn off the lights. Try to save some money around here. You hear? This is Pat Whitley. Can I have your attention for a second? I want to tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices, it's Stogie. 